Stay motivated all month with free digital wallpapers for your computer, iPad, and iPhone. These designs will help you stay on schedule so you can focus on what matters most. Get yours now at fullfocusplanner.com slash printables. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Nick Jaworski and Alicia Curry. Hey, y'all. Hey. How's it going, Alicia? It is wonderful. It's very sunny outside. There's no breeze. It's perfect. Everybody, Verbs, is wondering who Who Alicia is. Who is Alicia? Yes. Everybody in any way affiliated with Michael Hyatt and company, they know who Alicia is. (laughs) But if they're not, they'll think she has a connection to a certain Golden State Warrior player. And and that I do claim uh, unabashedly (laughs) as cousins. All the time. Uh, yeah, my name is Alicia Curry, though, not to be confused with Aisha. So I'm not married to him, but we are related. <laughs> but you're, you're play cousins. Play Air cousins. quotes. Yes, we are play cousins. <laughs> Alicia is the executive assistant and project manager for our product team here at Michael Hyatt and Company. And it is uh, great to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's exciting. This is a good reminder as producer Nick to say that our, our, our goal here on Focus on This is to broaden the team a little bit of who might appear on this show. Courtney and Blake are still around. Courtney's on maternity leave. Blake is off doing some exciting, you know, probably actual literal scuba diving right now. And He's cliff uh, jumping. <laughs> but the good news is that we get to bring in all kinds of fun people and smart and passionate people that you've not heard. So uh, very excited to have Alicia here today. Uh, I'm going to try to talk as little as possible. And I guess the question is verbs. What are we talking about? Well, today we are going to ask the question of ourselves and to the listeners, have you ever hit a point where you felt stuck on your goals? You feel like you're not making the progress that you know you should be, or you're failing to follow through and it's undermining your ability to succeed, or maybe you don't understand why you just keep hitting that wall, but it seems to be a wall within yourself. You don't want to wait around for someone to save you, but you just don't know how to move forward. So today we're going to talk about how to get unstuck and essentially how you can self-coach your way through these walls. So Alicia, help us understand how do we get unstuck? Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of ways that you can do that. Um, The main way that you want to do this is to focus on your approach, right? So we all Mm -hmm. know life is going to keep happening. Uh, No matter what your plans are, you're going to encounter new and sometimes old obstacles, right? So the same habits are going to keep creeping back in that you're trying to get rid of, um, as well as, you know, new and unexpected things will come up. So how do you get over those? How do you avoid um, staying stuck in the same place? And you kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier. You need to shift from uh, simply being a player to actually thinking of yourself more as your own coach. Um, So you want to get off the bench and stop waiting for people to call you off the bench and actually call that upon yourself. Um, And when you do that, you'll be able to help yourself overcome those obstacles that come. Um, No matter when they do, you're you're able to move through those. And there are four self-coaching essentials that we're going to go through that will help you get through any obstacle. That's awesome. 
she crushed that. Let's just. I did because sure you're just we're, verbs and I are going to leave. <laughs> Absolutely not. The rest of the show. <laughs> it will descend very quickly. You should not do that. <laughs> You know, this is something that I've heard Michael say before, and I love this statement. I'm paraphrasing, but he said, he says, you survived 100% of the challenges you faced. Mm. And um, it seems like, you know, when you think about it, it's like, wow, I'm here today. So what he said is actually true. Whatever challenges I've hit in the past, I've actually survived 100% of those, whether it's, you know, an emotional challenge, a health challenge, um, you know, a physical challenge of some sort, you've made it, you're here. So that's kind of the good news at the top. Uh, before we get into these essentials. But can you walk us through the first essential that we need to pay attention to? Essential number one. Definitely. Um, Your paraphrasing of Michael's quote um, is actually a perfect segue into this. And the first essential is candor. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's definitely being honest with yourself. Um, We're often hard on ourselves, but we're also the hardest person to be honest with. Um, So it's really easy to be honest with other people. But, you know, are you able to take that look inward um, to be able to be honest with yourself um, as you're approaching a goal? So when you're on that journey to goal achievement, you want to be asking questions like, did I give my best effort? Did I accomplish what I said I would today? Right. So are you able to be present enough to think through what your goals were for today? Are you writing them down or are you just kind of winging it? Um, And being honest with yourself about whether or not you're doing that on a daily basis is very important. Right. So that's a part of candor. Um, But Another part of candor that um, you just mentioned with Michael's quote is being honest that you have made it through all of those previous obstacles. Um, So that can also help you to have some perspective um, Mm -hmm. when you're approaching goals, when you're looking for different ways. Um, I'll paraphrase another um, story that Michael has often told, which is when you're on a road trip, right, you know the destination, but sometimes you'll hit roadblocks, right? right? So, but that doesn't keep you, when you hit that first roadblock, you don't just turn the car around and go back home. You find another way around. So you're mm-hmm. using your navigation app. You're trying to figure out how to um, get to your destination. You just figure out a way to reroute. So that is um, definitely a great part of candor, but you do need to first be honest with yourself. Um, and if you don't know where you are, you can't get to where you want to go. This is true. So that's, you know, definitely that first essential that you want to be able to focus on is candor. And that will become a key to your self-knowledge and to your growth. Right. So one question that you could definitely ask yourself is what areas do you find that you most need to be honest with yourself in order to um, make progress towards your goals? Sure. You know, I'm really struck, Alicia, by the did I give my best effort? As a, as a as an element of candor. And it's like, you could see it happening on both sides. You could see, I mean, depending on who you are, you could say, you're, you could see yourself saying, yeah, I tried really hard. That was the best I could do. And that's not true, right? You know, we <laughs> mm-hmm. we are very good at, at lying to ourselves constantly. You know, that's a, a skill set that in some ways is an element with. of self of self-preservation. Sometimes right. we have to, just to do mm-hmm. it. But you can see the other side where you, did I get my best effort and we're too hard on ourselves. You know, I used to be a music teacher and, um, you know, kids would get to a new note. It's a high note. It's a trumpet. It's a high note. They never played D above or, you know, fourth line D or whatever. And they are like so hard on themselves and you have to stop and you have to say, you've never done this. Right. You're, just because you can't doesn't mean that you haven't tried and doesn't mean that you can't 
sort of say like, well, today I really tried to do it and I can't do it yet. And so it's it's hard to balance those two sides, um, but it's obviously very, very important. You just got to get honest with yourself. Yeah. Nick, I love that because just as you were, especially that band example is a great um, one to give because you control your effort and your effort um, affects your performance for sure. But just to be able to give yourself that grace, you know, to where you're not too hard on yourself, but also uh, give yourself the opportunity to answer the question out of the effort that I do have to give, did I give my best effort? And then just be honest with yourself from there. So that's, that's a, that's an excellent example that you just gave. I think another tool that could help us is thinking about it almost in terms of when coaches uh, make their players and themselves review game footage mm-hmm. and go back and watch those tapes from past games. Um, and from there, coaches can point out what worked and what didn't. And as you hear that language, it should be familiar as that's the very language that we use even within our, our core, our, sorry, our weekly preview and our quarterly preview to where you can go and kind of review your game tape and say, okay, well, what worked and what didn't work based on what I said I wanted to, what I said I wanted to do and where did I fall short? Where could I put in, you know, a different amount of effort, whatever it may be. But it's important because it's going to make you be honest with yourself. It's going to help you be honest with yourself as well as assess where you need to go moving forward to actually uh, to accomplish the thing that you set out. So your ability to be honest with yourself will also change the way that you see yourself. And this leads us to our second self-coaching essential, which is essential number two, self-respect. Yeah. So pursuing your goals is definitely an exercise in personal integrity and self-respect. Um, it's doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it and having the self-respect to admit when you have been unable to do things. Um, there's always going to be demands on your time um, and people who think you should spend your time differently than you prioritize. But this is true. true. (laughs) Right. Um, But when you choose to pursue your own goals, you need to prioritize what you think is important. Right. So you're keeping your promises to yourself. That's what Mm -hmm. this is. Um, You're executing on your own strategy rather than waiting for someone to come and give you um, a strategy or give you a roadmap to where you're trying to go. Um, And that creates a cycle. Following through on your promises to yourself requires self-respect and build self-respect. You know, it's interesting, Alicia, you bring this up, something that I obviously struggle with. I think most people who are listening to this podcast, you're not listening to this podcast unless you are actively working on yourself and on your goals and on planning. It's never, you never quite hit the destination, I'm assuming that would be sort of boring in its own way. But there is something that, you know, if you set a goal, if you make a, for yourself, there is and you commit to doing it, you've really alleviated a lot of your daily stress. And something I refer mm-hmm. to is just you need to surrender, right? Mm-hmm. Don't spend all of this wasted energy going, am I going to do the thing I told myself I was going to do? That's so exhausting. And you, every time you have to litigate, am I a piece of crap? Am I a man of my word? Am I? Do I believe in myself? All of these things. And if you don't, if you could just like trust past self, Whoever, you know, you can just trust your past self that when they said this thing, they were like, hey, future self, you're going to really want to have done this. If you can like sort of just surrender to past self, like present and future self is a lot easier because you don't have to fight against a choice that you already 
made. So you're also conserving energy. And I know Michael Hyatt and company likes to talk a lot about margin. So you've created more, a, a space and more rooms to battle the things that will require more energy and uncertainty. If you can just commit to yourself to like, trust yourself to do the things you said you wanted. Yeah. And I love the connection between self-respect and keeping your promises to yourself Yeah, um, and how those two work together. Because if you value or if you see yourself as a valued person and your contribution is valuable, then you would first need to at least, again, trust yourself to be able to keep your promises and what you say you're going to do. Are you a person of your word? Are you a person of integrity? Uh, Because if you can't do it for yourself, it's going to be difficult to follow through in other relationships and other situations around you as well. Um, So I think it's, it's, that's the critical connection there is self-respect and just the basic one-on-one. Am I doing what I said I would do? And it really comes down to like a, a self image. We so often think that we're not worth sort of caring for ourselves as much. We will, you know, move heaven and earth to care for our loved one or or whatever, but we don't often stop to say, I'm also worthy of yeah. this, of yeah. this thing that I wanted. And I am worthy of of love and loving myself. And so it, it feels maybe like a lot for the second essential on this list, but it does to me, <laughs> it is sort of like the linchpin of like, do you have the energy to actually follow through with the rest of the stuff kind of seems like it happens right here. Right. And I think we can look at a bunch of different scenarios to where when we neglect to do that, that it's often that we implode or at some point there become, there's a breakdown somewhere uh, when we don't do that, that moment of caring for ourselves as well. Cause it's not going to, it's not going to help us for too much longer. The thing that comes to mind for me is um, you can't pour from an empty cup. And yes. so oftentimes we are, Um, doing all the things, trying to be all things to all people without recognizing that we need to be focused on making sure that we respect ourselves um, so that we can do those other things, whether it's for other people, for, you know, a job um, that is critical to enable you to be able to, to do anything else that spills over into all aspects of your life. Well, it's, it's, I know we've used this analogy before on this show, but it's a little bit of the, um, the airplane, you know, you put on your mm-hmm. mask first, right? So that you can you can take care of the other people that need to be taken care of. So it's a little outside of this idea, but I, I do think it's important to highlight that if you don't do this self-respect, if you don't trust yourself to like have known what was important, you spend a lot of time fighting against it. And then if your ultimate goal is to serve other people and to help facilitate, you're not going to be able to because you're a mess. You've wasted all this time. Sort of not living up to what right. you said you wanted. The key is to be in a healthy place to be able to coach ourselves through this process. But again, if we leave it unattended for too long, mm-hmm. then it's inevitable we have to bring in other people to kind of help us rebuild and walk through this in a healthy way. Have you have you guys, either one of you, ever seen your goal progress in one area of your life have positive effects in other areas of your life and other domains? So this is going to feel very meta, right? It's going to feel a little outside, but trust me, people have spent tens of thousands of dollars for the opportunity to sit next to Michael and or Megan Hyatt Miller, right? They pay primo dollars for that. I, for years, was getting paid money to sit next to them for a day on end, right? So 
at the time I didn't quite realize the significance of that, but it took me so long, like a year and a half, maybe even two years to recognize the value of a system of the planner of stuff like that. And it's because uh, I didn't, I, I just didn't think it was for me. There's a lot of shame attached for that. I know we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but it was sort of this idea of, oh, this is for me. I can do this. Like, and just committing to a planner and saying, well, I'm capable. I'm not stupid. I can do this plan. I can commit to these ideas and commit to myself. Once that happened, then literally everything else after that, which wasn't just sort of an accident, is a direct byproduct of the commitment I made to myself to use the planner, which is that this is not a planner, you know, pitch, although right. use the planner, but <laughs> it's very, very true. All of it stems from sort of a, a belief in myself that I can do it and also respecting myself enough to say, you know what, I have this planner, I'm going to use it. Yeah. So let's go to essential number three, which is persistence. Coaches, they're known to push their players, but persistence is about your ability to actually push yourself. I won't do the voice, I promise, but to quote Master Yoda, it's do or do not. There is no try. I love that. You need to decide on success from the beginning, right? That's what that quote essentially boils down to. Um, Settle it into your mind that you will succeed And that gives you the drive to actually persist. Persistence is about mental grit. It's about knowing, knowing the obstacles will come, accepting that fact, and then choosing to embrace them instead of trying to brace for them. So embracing versus brace for um, just that small shift can actually help you as you continue to push through any obstacles. So if you're, if you're having trouble with persistence, right? It's easy to say, I'm going to eat X amount of calories. I'm going to, you know, pay this bill uh, every month at this time. I'm going to schedule this time with my family. If you're having trouble with the persistence, um, what what can you do? If you're having trouble with persistence, um, you, there are three questions that you can ask yourself. The first is, why did I get started? So even if you're losing sight of the end goal, um, there's definitely always a reason that you decided to take on a goal, right? So what was that? Um, mm-hmm. You know, you want to reconnect with your why, um, and that is that can be a game changer. Um, the second question is, who will I have to become to achieve this goal? Mm-hmm. Because your goal is most likely in your discomfort zone. You won't be the same person when you finish the goal. Um, as a matter of fact, you can't be, otherwise you wouldn't be pursuing a goal at all, um, let alone be able to achieve it. Um, So you want to remind yourself that of how you'll be better, more agile, thoughtful, knowledgeable, strong, um, that can keep you going forward as well. I I love this question because the assumption is I have somewhere else further down the road that I want to be. And this tells us, well, that means we're going to have to be a different person than the person we are currently, which again, just the honesty that we have to take within ourselves of knowing where our shortcomings are, knowing where our gaps are, and committing to say, I'm going to surrender, as what Nick mentioned earlier, to this process of becoming the person that I need to be to be able to achieve this goal because it's connected to my why and um, I'm all in. It's at least sold on what the goal is or where it will take me, but I definitely know I have to, I can't stay the same person on the other end of the of I can't stay the same person on the other end of achieving this goal. And the good thing about it is everyone else who knows us actually benefits 
from us and our growth in that matter too. So I love that question. Definitely. Um, And then the last thing that you can ask yourself um, when you're having trouble with persistence is to actually stop and take a look around and ask yourself, what progress have I made so far? Um, A lot of times, again, we've mentioned that a couple of times that we're, it's a lot easier for us to count the gap instead of the gain. And so you do need to take those checkpoints to say, hey, like I've actually accomplished three quarters of this, or I was able to get, you know, these seven things checked off last week. Um, You want to make sure that you're counting that progress because that will continue to perpetuate your and motivate you to push forward. Um, So you want to be asking yourself, how do you keep going when you want to quit? All right. So that takes us to essential number four, which is grace. Grace is the most essential of the essentials. It ties the other four essentials together. And without it, goal achievement can become miserable and impossible. Candor says, I didn't push myself as hard as I could have today. But Grace says, but I am human and that's okay. I will try again tomorrow. Mm, I love that. And self-respect says, the promises I make to myself matter. And Grace says, if I fall short, I'm still worthy of respect. You know, persistence would say, I refuse to give up. And Grace says, but success isn't a linear journey. Just like the weight loss, right? It's a step up. It's a step back. It's it's all part of it. Right. Yeah. So Grace is the cushion for rough rocks, right? It's the key to keep going, right? So we have two strategies for keeping Grace practical. Um, strategy number one is you want to measure the gain and not the gap. So say you want to run six miles one day, but only ran four. Rather than tell yourself, oh, I didn't actually achieve the six mile goal, so I failed. You say, I ran four miles today, even though I didn't want to, even though it meant running in the rain. Next time, I know I can go further. And strategy two is to pay attention to self-care. What do you need in order to make progress on your goals? Is it more sleep? Yes. Is it time to... (laughs) (laughs) It's always more sleep. Literally, I could take you through every one of my weekly previews for the last year. And you're going to see what didn't work. And it's always like not enough sleep. And eventually I will get there. <laughs> see, I um as carrying bad habits from college. I just always tell myself I don't need that much sleep. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is not you true. <laughs> Wait, let me. Yeah, let me can just just since we're talking about sleep. Yeah. So I think most of us in our younger years would say, yeah, I could I could go off for four hours, three yeah. hours uh, a night on sleep, but. Yeah, as you as you adult, as we talked about earlier, <laughs> you realize that you become the old person in the room. My youngest, the other night, we were watching a movie and he was like, Dad, you always fall asleep when we're watching a movie. <laughs> and it's only like eight o'clock. And I'm like, man, you know what? You're right, but I'm tired. I'll see you all tomorrow. So, so anyway, moving I, along. I thought about this recently and I've determined that – determined is such a big word, but I've decided that <laughs> – the difference is is be, is like why is it in college I could get like three hours of sleep and just like do the day and be fine or even in high school, it's that when you're younger this is here's a little bit of grace for everybody out there. It's not that childhood is not hard. We often underestimate how hard childhood could be. However, when you're a kid and let's say you're in a class, you can literally just sit there. You can exist. You don't have to listen. You don't have to do this anything. This is true. No yeah. one's asking. I mean, maybe a teacher asks you a question. And you got to like make sense of that. 
Whereas once you enter adulthood, you do spend your entire day like minute to minute. I am responsible for everything that happens to me and the people around me. And that is exhausting. <laughs> so yes. there's a general I, I for a long time I went, oh, I used to be able to do five hours, four hours. And now if I get like seven, I want to die. And so <laughs> it's OK. Get more sleep. Um, another thing you could ask is, do you need time to slow down um, so you can actually develop and cultivate those relationships with the people that you love? Um, you want to make sure that you're noticing your needs. And that's not just about being kind to yourself, right? It's that helps you to remove legitimate obstacles to your success when you're able to notice that you have needs and that you want to make sure that you're taking care of those. Yeah. So when goals become an excuse to punish or berate yourself, you'll dread working toward them and shame isn't a good motivator. But Nick, as someone who has an entire podcast is dedicated to shame and discussion of shame, why do you think grace is so essential in, in talking about our goals? I know you referred to this a little bit earlier, but can you go a little bit deeper as Blake would say this? Can we scuba for a moment? Can we scuba dive? So, you know, here's my shameless plug. Speaking of shame, I have a podcast called Shame Rules, which for the last two years, you can tell uh, how much fun it's been in my house. I'm always like, think about this shame thing, wife. You know, it's always like, <laughs> Nick, can we talk about literally anything else? And I don't blame her. But there is something about, and this is something that really resonates with me, is that, you know, shame is this idea that you are somehow broken in some way or somehow deficient in some way. And so the best, I mean, I mean, not for everybody, but for me and for a lot of people, what is, let's think through this, right? I'm going to lose weight. It's an easy one. I have a weight loss goal right now. So you go, okay, I'm going to lose weight and uh, you don't, or you have too much pizza or whatever the thing is very quickly you go, oh, I messed it up. Like I always do because I'm broken. And then you go, because I'm broken, why bother? So while it's hard, and that's another reason why that self-respect thing and self-care and self-love thing is so important, is that we have to go, I made a mistake, you know, or that isn't what I wanted to do. Or sometimes you didn't even think through it, like, oh, I need to slow down next time. It's not even that you didn't even consider the consequences of what the situation was. So uh, there is definitely a place for you to say, it's okay. I'm focusing on the gain here. I've committed to myself. It's something that I'm allowed to fail at. Nobody is perfect. All of these things. Um, and I, I would also say that expect for you to feel shame. We have a tendency in this culture to say that you shouldn't feel shame. That's impossible. And since it is impossible, now you got to figure out a way to use it. And so <laughs> the shame is a place if you're feeling those things, it's at least something that you know that you can work on and go, oh, I'm feeling this. I don't want to become a prisoner to this feeling yes. because again, past me decided that future me wanted to be this person. So I'm going to mm. keep, keep going. So the good news is you don't have to stay stuck on your goals. You can coach yourself to goal achievement with four self-coaching essentials, candor, self-respect, persistence, and grace. Nick, Alicia, any final thoughts for our focus on this listeners? Verbs, do you have any final thoughts? Ah, touche once again, my friend. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to leave yes, you out. Yes, you know what? <clears throat> no, this is good because there was, a, there was a, uh, a moment I passed up earlier. But just this whole idea of, you know, setting a goal, which most of the time it's something that we've never done before. 
chances are it's challenging, which is why we set it as a goal, because it's often something we may have attempted to do in the past and haven't been successful at it. And embracing the fact that this may put me in my discomfort zone, but it's okay because I can do hard things. Again, going back to that um, that uh, quote from Michael of, you know, you've already survived 100 percent of the challenges you faced up to this point. But but being able to embrace that kind of sets me up to say, all right, this is going to this may be difficult. I might hit some rough patches, some setbacks, but um, I'm not going to allow myself to kind of slip into that shame that you talked about because I've missed a benchmark in the goal or because I didn't quite get as far as I thought I would within a certain time frame. But um, just really leaning into that grace of, hey, this is going to be hard. It's going to be something that I've never accomplished before, but that's why it's important to me. And that's why there's there's something on the other end of this that affects who I am as a person and the person I want to be. So I'm going to go for it and go after it uh, regardless of um, you know, the setbacks or the knockdowns or the fact that it is it is challenging, because when you get to the other side of that goal, you're going to love the fact that you stayed on it. You stayed consistent with it, that you've given yourself the grace to push through it. My final thought. Yeah. Alicia, do you have anything? You're Man, the guest. I would uh, like to echo piggyback, whatever you want to call that off of that grace thing. Um, and just say that I think that too often we get caught up in the um, the thought of being able to do things perfectly the first time and then brushing something off when it's not perfect the first time even though we know that as you learn things when you were a kid you you didn't ride your bike correctly the first time right like you you just got back up and kept going um and kept trying until you got it right and so there is you know something to be said for having grace for yourself at all times not just when you're a kid um, but also as you're an adult like you're going to continue to evolve and that evolution requires that grace for yourself um, because you're not going to get it right every single time and no matter how many times they told you you were gifted as a kid or (laughs) whatever they told you um, gifted does not mean without um, imperfection and so that's that's my final thought put that on a t-shirt right there right yes (laughs) for sale at no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so please share it with your friends. Remember to use the hashtag Focus on This Podcast. And be here next week with another great episode. Until then, stay stay focused. focused. (laughs) Stay motivated all month with free digital wallpapers for your computer iPad, and iPhone. These designs will help you stay on schedule so you can focus on what matters most. Get yours now at fullfocusplanner.com slash printables.